Hello! I am Patrice Evra, and I love this game! I am so happy to sign with West Ham! I love the Premier League! Ha ha ha! They called and said, Patrice, we couldn't get Fellaini to come here and elbow people in the neck, so can you please come and kick them in the face? And I said, yes! Ha ha! I love kicking people in the face! I did it in Marseille, and they released me, but in England, as long as I don't dive, they love me! Ha 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 ha! So remember, if you are a West Ham fan and you complain about David Moyes or our awful stadium or anything else, Uncle Pat will kick you in the face too! Ha 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 ha! I love this game and I hate your face! Ha ha! I'm forever kicking faces! Pretty faces in my boot! Welcome to the Dirty Tackle Podcast. I am Brooks Peck, editor of DirtyTackle.net and HowlerMagazine.com, and I am here with just one of my co-hosts today, Mr. Ryan Bailey. Theo Messi is not with us, unfortunately. He is, in parts unknown, hiding from any number of authorities. Uh, So maybe we'll... It feels like the pod is already 33% less dumb, so let's continue this. (laughs) I think it counts for at least... 78% 78% of the dumbness, but that's that's my yeah, math. That's I was never good at math. That's true. I was being generous. Ryan, how are you? What are you wearing? What's going on? I'm terribly well, Brooksy. Thank you so much for asking. As you can see, oh, you can't see because I'm wearing a hoodie, but underneath it, I'm wearing my Charlotte City FC kit with pride. It's in Man City blue, which I'm not that happy about, but this is the team <laughs> I play for uh, on this particular evening every week. Um, I had a bit of a bad game this week, Brooks. I think I've gone through what I'll describe as the Steve and Gerard spectrum. Let me explain <laughs> that. Last week, I scored an absolute thunderbaster from 25 yard. It was like Stevie G, FA Cup final magic. This week, <laughs> I was playing in the back and I slipped over and let them score a couple goals. Oh, so, uh, I've, I've gone full Stevie G. I've gone full Stevie G. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, if that's the case, I might have you autograph one of your shoes and send it out to me so I can put it under a wanky glass case and keep it in my office. No! No wanky <laughs> items on this show. He's not here this week. Yeah, Theo's not here to reprimand me, so I might go for it. That was a, a little slight dig there, by the way, at Stevie G, because we have a new producer in town on the show today, producer Andrew, who likes himself some liver pill. Just thought I'd get a dig in early. And Andrew is actually his real name. He's one of the few people on this show using their real name. He's not embarrassed to be uh, uh, in our company, so yeah, that's too bad for him. I don't use my <laughs> real name, by the way. I'm, you know I'm Einstein Q. Rockefeller. In real life, yeah? Well, you, you go by Ryan Bailey on the show, but we all know that your real name is Ryan Bailey Music. Yeah, it's one of them. It's one of them. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a little box of passports like Jason Bourne. I just <laughs> rifle through it. What are you wearing, Brooks? Tell me about it. Well, I am wearing a plain gray sweatshirt to kind of represent the mood, the, the status of Antonio Conte at Chelsea. It's very gray these days. Uh, by the time you hear this, he might not be Chelsea manager anymore. Uh, mm. That's that's how that's how obscure it is right now. We don't know we don't know his future. It could end very soon. Uh, but yeah, so Chelsea not doing very well. But in other news, uh, my American football team, the Philadelphia Eagles, are doing very well. They won the Super Bowl for the first time ever. I can feel the entire show talking about that. 
but that's not why we're here. Yeah, let's uh, not do that. So we'll focus on how miserable Chelsea are making me at the same time. It's a very confusing time for me. I very much enjoyed the Eagles game on Sunday, by the way. Entertaining stuff, end-to-end. Uh, Crystal Palace, Newcastle, I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, on Sunday course. morning. I, d- yeah. I didn't see anything else that day, but uh, yeah, very good. I figured, Ryan. So moving right along, the Dirty Tackle Fantasy League. Sweet, sweet fantasy, Brooksy. Is still going strong. Uh, I don't think we have finalized uh, numbers from Game Week 26 quite yet, but it looks like Bobo Martino, or <laughs> producer Bobo, is top of our foursome here. We'll have to add, add Andrew to our foursome, but uh, Bobo got it done in Game Week 26. Ryan Bailey, you and I were neck and neck. It's going to come down to what the final number was. Because I had some Chelsea players, for better or worse. And then Theo Messi, uh, the big zero lock is at points this week. Because yeah. he has been usurped. He needs to make that Aubameyang switch, baby. He does, but he's not going to. It could be yeah. it could be zeros for here on out for uh, for Theo. My uh, my fantasy draft team, my non-togger league, by the way, I had uh, Bakayoko in there. I had Marcus Alonso in there. I absolutely shit the bed. This Why week. would you have Bakayoko in there? Right, I, so I signed him like what, six or seven weeks ago. When I watched him in a few games, he was like, oh, this guy pushes forward. He has lots of shots. And <laughs> since then, he's just fallen through the fucking floor, that guy. I need to get rid of him. I have seen a number of Chelsea fans label him the worst signing in the club's history. I don't know. I don't think I would go that far. <laughs> But uh, that's what you're dealing with there, Ryan. So congrats on wow. that signing. That was great. Yeah, I'll probably keep him in for a few more weeks. Yeah, go with the uh, the Theo Messi strategy of of uh, absentee ownership. I like it. Mm. So if you're not an absentee owner, join our Taga League if you haven't already. Download the app. Get on the uh, Dirty Tackle League. We're on the Featured League page of the Perfect 11 game. So check it out and join us if you haven't already. Toga, toga, toga. Exactly. Now, it is time for our Dirty Tackles of the Week. Ryan, who is your Dirty Tackle of the Week? I'm going to sneak up behind a bald man in a beautiful Stone Island jacket shouting things on the sideline. It's Pep Guardiola. He's going down this week, Brooks. He's going down. <laughs> Wait, isn't that your Dirty Tackle every week? I feel like you rotate between three people. You rotate between Arsene Wenger, Pep Guardiola, and uh, I don't know who the third would be. Uh, maybe Jose. But you seem to have a rotation of... Or no, actually, Jurgen Klopp. You like to dirty tackle Jurgen Klopp, too. It's always a manager like, you're going yeah. for. I like to I like to point out the foibles of managers. I like to uh, narrow my targets. You know, <laughs> why not? Why not? Come at me, bro. Jeez. Always with the managers. Okay, so explain. <laughs> why, why Pep this week, Ryan? Well... I don't think I've gone for Pep. I must admit, I've probably gone for City a few times because many things about them irk me. But Pep in particular, last weekend, uh, Man City go to Burnley. You know, these days in this modern fangled Premier League, uh, hashtag I hate modern football, you get seven substitutes, right? Back in right. back when yes. I was a lad, when things were black and white, it was three. And people made do with it. And we walked 15 miles in the snow to school yeah. with no shoes Uphill on. Both and it ways. was all fun. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> um, now it's seven, of course. It's in your interest to name seven players on your bench. Pep Guardiola chose not to do this. He named six. And it's the pettiest, 
<laughs> thing I've ever seen in Premier League history. Basically, it got, got to transfer deadline day, didn't get to sign Riyad Mahrez, and now in all his interviews, he's going on about, oh, we don't, you know, we, we, we're in four competitions, but we can't challenge for all four of them because we don't have the resources. You're Manchester City! You've got millions and millions. Pep, you spent nearly £500 million on players since you arrived in two seasons. You well, spent as we more said than the GDP week. in most country on fullbacks. It's ridiculous. You can name an extra player to your bench, even if you don't have an, you know, a, a, another first team player. They've got a few injuries at the moment, I admit that. Put a youth player on there. Man, give a youth player the chance to wear a big jacket and sit in a nice comfy seat on the sidelines for 90 minutes. Why not? Why? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a really petty thing, naming six players to your bench when you can have seven. It's just a little, oh, look, I, I, I'm, so, I'm so hard done by. I don't have enough money and resources to compete in all the competitions we're in. Fuck you, Pep. Fuck you. Well, that was his defense, that they've been struck by injuries. He didn't have the players to name. But you're right. Call up a, a youth teamer. They have those, don't they? They have youth teams he said at that, um, City. Oh, he said the youth team was playing yesterday. He doesn't have to play the seventh player. Just put him on the bench. Exactly, Give him some yeah. experience. Fill it out, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, get a mascot. Throw him on there. Put him in a kit. Why not? I agree. But I feel like now that you've said this, and other people have said this too, I feel like he could, might take this further and further. I think by the end of the season, once it's absolutely clear that they have the title wrapped up and, you know, they might even have more than one title wrapped up, uh, he could have no... No subs on the bench. He could have just an empty bench, him sitting there by himself, no assistant coaches either, just mm. Pep relaxing, lounge across the uh, the entire bench and uh, watching his team. Well, Pep has said, he said in interviews, I think last week, he said, you need 22 players if you're going to compete in four contests. Bear in mind, one of those contests, he's only got one game left. It's the League Cup final. Yeah. It'd be fine. It's an important right? game. Yeah, so they, so they, to this point, they've played 39 games this season. If they reach the finals of all the competitions, that would be 63 games I've worked out, okay? And he needs 22 players to do that. My theory is if you spent nearly £500 million on players in two seasons, you should be able to cover 22 players to do that. That's my theory. Call me crazy. That's my theory. <laughs> but you know, by the way, what I would have done, I'm going to leave this alone in a second, but if I only had six players I wanted to name there, my seventh player, I would have called up Noel Gallagher. I would have put Noel Gallagher on the bench. <laughs> Why no Why over Liam? Why not Liam? I would call Liam. Uh, I, I don't He'd think be much Liam's, more fun. Liam's heads are too far in the clouds to uh, even know <laughs> what's going on to uh, to do that. No, no, I think would appreciate it. And you know, you know, poor, poor discouraged Noel. He's he's only got loads of millions and millions of pounds as well. He's disadvantaged, just like you, Pep. Throw him on the bench. He would do it too. I think he'd be there in a second. I mean, he's he's already yeah, in the stands sure. every match, so he'd just be moving up a few rows. Yeah, there you go. What you got, Brooke? Show me what you got. Well, I'm going to keep things in Manchester and go to the Show red side. Show me what you got. Uh, so they have actually a player that Pep also wanted. Uh, Alexis Sanchez has joined them. Mm. And to welcome him to Old Trafford during their 2-0 victory over Huddersfield, a uh, a banner was unfurled at Old Trafford. Yeah. And it read, Welcome to Manchester, Alexis, Adam, and Humber. And it had a photo of Alexis with his two dogs featured prominently in the center. And according to the Daily Mail, this this banner did not last long. Unlike the uh, Adam and Humber banner at uh, the at the Emirates, <laughs> the Arsenal supporters hung that thing all day and night, even uh, to the bitter end of Alexis's tenure there. But yeah. at Old Trafford, it did not last. <laughs> it what was happened? quickly torn down 
to, uh, according to the Daily Mail, a round of applause. Uh, so apparently there was some dispute in the stands between the pro-banner and anti-banner factions of, of supporters. Uh, so I haven't decided who I'm already tackling here yet, but I just know that, I don't know. I, I don't think I, I, I can't tell if this was done to make fun of Arsenal because they had a famous Adam Humber banner or if this was done to sincerely welcome uh, all three of them to Manchester. Uh, so if this was sincere, it's a dirty tackle to that sincerity. And if it was a joke, then it's a dirty tackle to whoever made them take it down. I think you got to you got to dirty tackle the anti-banner faction here surely. How much misery do you have to have in your life to want to tear down a banner that someone's created with it's, some lovely dogs names on I mean, it? Come on, bathe yourself. How often do we make fun of that that Arsenal uh version of the banner? I feel like it, if it's sincere, it's pretty cringy. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> clearly this is not sincere. Clearly they've done this because Arsenal You think it's did not sincere? This. I really can't tell. I I I can't. Look, you know, Atom and Humber are good on Instagram, but they need more social engagement. They need more real-time engagement, Brooks. This is a good way to get the name out there internationally with via the banner. You know, yeah. uh, Atom's got, you know, a lot of issues with his brother Humber. He needs to, you know, they need to work it out. They need to have the people behind them. They need that banner back up. I think, you know, they replaced one of the Alex Ferguson ones with the Atom and Humber banner. <laughs> and well, it, at it's that only point, a matter of we'll time. see Alexis Sanchez reach his full potential. It's only a matter of time between Adam and Humber have their own stands named after them at Old Trafford. Yeah. So this is just the the, uh, the placeholder for that. But um, in lieu of Adam being here on the show this week to uh, to growl out his... What's that, bruv? What's that, bruv? Tack- oh, sorry, just got here. Is he Adam in the room? Humber here. I do. How you doing? No, Adam Sanchez. That's my, Humber's my brother's name. <laughs> How you doing, bruv? <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, my, my aim, basically, you know that Sir Alex Ferguson stand, yeah? Ruff, 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 ruff. Going to uh, have it renamed uh, the Adam Sanchez Fuck You Humber stand. How's that sound? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like it. Yeah. So, Adam, were you upset that they tore down the banner? Did you want it to stay up, or were you embarrassed by that? I liked the bit where it said, welcome, Alexis, Adam, and then everything after that, right, thought was well You shit. stopped reading. Yeah, I liked that bit, yeah. After yeah. Adam, you stopped reading. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They should have ripped down half of it, mate. Just ripped down half of it. And I don't even know why I speak like a cockney when I'm technically from South America. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know, right? You were in London for a while. That's true, yeah. Maybe I should start talking Manchester. No, I mean, bruv. <laughs> all right well that's enough from adam shoot, shoot sorry there was a dog in here sorry i had to get him out sorry yeah my bad little uh, I need to really fix that rickety door on my studio canine pod invader mm. oh boy okay well we'll fix that doggy door on the uh on the studio and uh let's hear a word from i don't know if this is a sponsor or what but we're gonna hear a word from somebody else right now i hope they have a banner yo what's up I'm Theo Messi. You might know me from episodes of the Dirty Tackle podcast that aren't this one that you're listening to right now. As a person with a fictional identity, I know a lot about poor footballing life choices, so let me help you out. If you're in need of guidance from someone who may or may not have inspired France's 2010 World Cup mutiny, email your dumbass problem to dirtytackle at gmail.com, and I might deem it worthy of answering on a future episode of the show. Again, that's dirtytackle at gmail.com. And be sure to put questions for Theo the God in the subject line because Theo is here to help you with all the problems Leo Messi and his giant fucking dog can't help you with. If I feel like it. Thank you. This week's patron shout-out goes to JC Gomez. JC has a Dirty Tackle t-shirt coming his way. Wasn't uh, he so in NSYNC with Justin Timberlake? I believe he was, but yeah, yeah. now he's, he's nice, helping us out. Nice, famous fan. 
Mm-hmm. He's giving Ready? back to the to the community by helping us out now. Uh, apparently not too bitter about uh, Timberlake ditching the rest of the band for the Super Bowl halftime show, but yeah. They should have done a hologram of J.C. Gomez, frankly. They, they really should have, in his Dirty Tackle t-shirt. Yeah. So we'll get that out to him so he can pre- prepare for his holographic treatment. If only Justin Timberlake was wearing a lovely cotton Dirty Tackle t-shirt instead of the uh, hipster chimney sweep that he was rocking <laughs> at the Super Bowl. He's wearing some kind of landscape scene. It Full outfit weird. landscape scene. I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> but yeah, he needs a t-shirt too. So if you want one, go to patreon.com slash dirty tackle, contribute, help us keep the show going, and uh, you know, join the ET gang, hear our extra time mm. segment, our special bonus segment just for very exclusive ears only. Uh, yeah, so. spoiler alert, we're going to talk about something that might get sued in the uh, extra time <laughs> this week. That's why we keep the those things for extra time, so the yeah. lawyers can't hear it. There it's, we go. It's strategic. It's privileged information if it's uh, if it's paid for. Yes. That's the law, right? Patreon.com slash dirty tackle. Get on it. Join up. Don't miss it. Unless you're a lawyer, then stay away, please. We don't want any trouble. Yeah, yeah. We don't want your types. All right, moving right along. We have uh, Transformageddon season is over. No more Transformageddon until the summertime. So yes! retire that one. Carlos Volcano back in his uh, hibernation mode. No more mm. eruptions for a little while. But we'll go back to our, our throw-in segment. So we introduced this segment before Transformageddon took hold. Uh, we'll each throw in a different current story or idea or whatever, and uh, we'll just talk about it. Pretty pretty easy. So, Ryan, why don't you start us off with the first throw-in? Um, I've noticed something in the Premier League recently, Brooksy. Really? Every just, single Just one game. thing. I've noticed lots of things, I suppose. I, I wasn't being uh, accurate with my statement there. <laughs> the, the one thing in particular I've noticed that I wanted to talk about is fans, young fans, young children, great to be bringing children to the game, having their parents bring them along, wonderful stuff. They must be very middle sure. class to afford that. Congratulations. <laughs> um, I, holding signs saying, can I have your shirt? It seems every single game now, you see pictures of it and yeah. you see uh, 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 the players acquiescing to this cardboard demand. <laughs> so it's obviously a bunch of dads that are going, go on, you want, you want to get a nice shirt we can stick on eBay later? Why don't you get, get your felt tips out, get your cardboard out? We're going to try and get Mo Salah's shirt. And you see, you know, Eden Azar, Mo Salah, all these big names. They see, if you get a, basically, if you've got a ticket in the first few rows, you've got to make a cardboard sign these days. And what, my, my concern it's here, like pro wrestling. is where does... WWE, you have all the signs in the in the crowd. Everybody holding oh, like up their 316 signs. 316 and all that stuff. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't mind signs, but we've just discussed how I like banners uh, celebrating <laughs> yeah. uh, golden retrievers, for example. <laughs> but this one is, I don't know where it ends, because, like, what's, what's the next sign? Can I have your pants? Can I have your wallet? I mean, what, where, where does the player say no now? What, can they, what do they have to give away to everybody now? That's what I'm concerned Everything. about. Everything. Every part of their being belongs to the supporters. Uh, can are... I have your car? Yes. So, like, what if it's really adorable little kid says, uh, you know, uh, Alexis Sanchez, can I have your car, please? He's going to look like a right bastard if he doesn't give him the keys to his Bentley right there <laughs> and then, isn't he? <laughs> Uh, well, Ryan, I feel like it's it's not surprising that you take a cynical view of this, that the father <laughs> or the, the parent is uh, concocting these signs as a money-making scheme. But I feel like it's a very innocent, for the most part, a very innocent you know, way of engaging with fans. A, a kid says, you know, I want to 
I love this player and I want a piece of that. And so they ask for the shirt and it's nice when it when it comes but Brooks, together. What's the what's the life lesson the parent is teaching here? The lesson is if you go out on the uh, into the public and beg and people give you stuff, that's good. That's the lesson, right? <laughs> I mean, but it, it's not always guaranteed to work though. There's a lot of people that bring those signs that they don't get anything out of it. I've seen no evidence it's, of that. It's the pro- 100% success rate. No, no, it's not. It's definitely not. Okay, so let's let's imagine you're going to a game. Would you make a sign like that asking for... No, uh, oh, no. I think if I was a kid even, I wouldn't. Um, but uh, actually, growing up, <laughs> the, the, the signs are actually an improvement on other alternatives. Because growing up, I was at a baseball game with with my cousin, and he was very young at the time, and... Uh, he wanted a baseball, like a used game baseball during the game. So he mm. was shouting at the players at the top of his lungs from a few rows back, uh, deafening all of us around him um, for a baseball every time the players would come off the field. And it got so bad that the players like couldn't even ignore it anymore. They're laughing at him, uh, but they wouldn't give him the ball because it was just so annoying. So I feel like the sign is a big step up over uh, ear-shattering screams of a child. Um so maybe it's just, uh, you know, maybe there are some benefits here. Well, it, it kind of reminds me, uh, when I was a kid, uh, we used to go and watch Wimbledon, my team, train uh, quite a lot. And we'd always go for the last training session of the season before the last game of the season because they'd always give away their training kit because they sure. get a new training kit for yeah. the next season. So I remember one time we went and Robbie Earl, in fact, NBC's Robbie Earl, is giving, he gave away his uh, training top to someone. Then he gave his shirt to someone. And then people just kept asking for stuff. And it got to the point where he literally walked back to the dressing room in just his underwear and his... Uh, he didn't even have his boots, his underwear, and that was it. See, he, that's, he gave his socks away. He gave his boots away. That's a man who that's gives un- it all to the supporters. What more do you want It was want a nice a thing player? to do. It was a nice thing to do, but yeah. it's undignified. How is it undignified? I'm, I'm not going to ask him. I'm not going to go up to a guy in a park and ask for oh, his to, shorts. to ask him. Yeah, to ask him, sure. I thought you meant actually giving them those, those items was undignified. Well, that was nice, I suppose. Yeah, that was, that was but I suppose nice. I'm being unnecessarily grouchy about essentially very rich people being nice to young fans. But I think you have a point to a degree, because I feel like now that it's been proven to work, people will start taking advantage, and older mm. people will start getting in on it, and you probably will have more of the people uh, with more cynical uh, plans behind their requests and yeah. money-making schemes. Even. So it can, I want to see some parodies it of can this, go too far. I want to see um, behind the, the Chelsea bench next week, I want to see... Uh, Oh, he's not going. He probably won't be there. But Antonio Conte, can I uh, can I get uh, your uh, your uh, hair replacement scalp specialist number? You know, just stop 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 harrying and stuff like that. A lock of your uh, regrown hair. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> that that should be the next step, though. See, I wouldn't ask for a player's shirt or their shorts or whatever, but I would ask for uh, Jose Mourinho's uh, jacket, his you know his blazer. That could be a nice item to have. No, would it? I'd rather have yeah. Pep's jacket. Well, he cuts the tags off his stuff. You couldn't... It's, it's worthless at that point. <laughs> it's worthless? You're yeah. not going to resell it? Well, sure. <laughs> I'm trying to prove you right. I'm trying to prove your theory right, Ryan. Oh, geez. Let's move on. What's your throw in? All right, moving on. All right, my turn for a throw in. Uh, I'm going to throw in a ball directly to Neymar's face because I feel like he is being a child over in France. And I don't like it. So uh, during a recent match against, uh, is it Ren? 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 Rennes? Ren. 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 Ren Forrest Ren. 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 
against Ren uh, in the Coupe de la Ligue. Uh, Neymar got a little chippy. He got a little, uh, little, uh, little chippy. So Neymar, uh, he did a some tricks and he's doing Neymar things. And is this the game where he controlled the ball on his back, or was that a little while ago? That was a while ago. Yeah, this was. Okay. He he lobbed the ball over his opponent's head. He did a little sombrero action. And uh, got taken down. So he got fouled a lot because he was doing some trickery and showing up his opponents. And they didn't like that, so they were fouling him up. At the end of the match with PSG all but, you know, having sealed it, uh, Neymar fouled one of his opponents and knocked him down to the ground. And he reached over to give him a helping hand back up to his feet. And then he did the whole pull away too slow action on him. And this pissed off the Ren players. And uh, it was all very upsetting. So after the match, Neymar had a complaint. He he did some whining about it. He says, football is a little bit boring right now. We cannot do anything. (laughs) Everything is so controversial. For example, I made a joke at the end by offering my hand and then pulled it away. It will cause controversy, but it is the kind of thing that I do with my friends all the time. Why not with opponents? It was just a joke. So Neymar apparently can't see the difference between his friends and his opponents during a match. Uh, so yeah, Neymar, I don't like this. Uh, what's your feeling, Ryan? I think that proves that you can have all the money and talent and skills in the world, but if you don't know what fucking context is, then you're screwed. <laughs> because there's a difference between what you do with your friends and what you do with your opponent in a game, surely. <laughs> I mean, and For also- the record, I think it's great that Neymar is showing off during matches and... And uh, entertaining people and keeping things interesting yeah. during his very boring stay in, in France, dom- <laughs> dominating all comers. I, I'm, I'm amazed at how quickly he's become bored with Ligue 1. I thought it would happen at some point. Yeah. But he's just It's almost like he's played a couple of games and gone, right, yeah, I've, I've completed this level of this game. I need to move up to the next one. Bored. Move on. Well, I mean, I like that he's showing off. It's it's fun. It's enjoyable. And it's I like that he's being kind of cheeky and, and antagonistic. But... You can't then turn around and say, you know, why are people getting angry if I'm when I'm trying to antagonize them? <laughs> That's the natural yeah. reaction. If you try and show people up, they're going to foul you. And if you, you know, do the old uh, too slow move, they're going to be upset. You can't complain about that. It's a two-way street. He's, he's just complaining that they're not letting him be a dickhead, basically. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. He's complaining that they're complaining about him being a dickhead. And yeah. he's probably mumbling on the way back to dressing room. Barcelona, they let me be a dickhead every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, for someone who wanted to, who went to France to be the star and have all eyes on him, he really is not handling it well. He's mm. he's doesn't seem to be enjoying the attention that he so desperately craved. Yeah. Poor him. Let's all feel sorry for him. <laughs> Let's not and say we did. Uh, so speaking of people who uh, we don't feel sorry for, I think we have one last throw in here, Ron. You want to yeah. take it? So an absolutely in, earlier in the week here, an absolutely insane video went around of Liverpool's Adam Lallana. I don't know if uh, the listeners out there have seen it, but basically in this video, Adam Lallana has got really long hair in a ponytail and he looks ridiculous. He looks like uh, uh, Gareth Bale. Yeah, he stole Gareth and he's got Bale's facial whole hair aesthetic. And 
I, I might have just buried the lead in in uh, in describing the video there, because also in the video. <laughs> well, that was the most appalling uh, thing to me. Was the yeah, hair? Yeah, well, it's the thing that stood out the most to me, obviously. But in this video, he's playing with Liverpool's under twenty threes because that's what happens when you're Liverpool and you buy a billion midfielders and you don't have good enough defence and you have to put them in the under twenty threes, even though they should be playing for England at the World Cup. <gasps> Anyway, take a breath. Under twenty threes, he's playing for. Yep, yeah, sorry, I get annoyed when Adam Lallana doesn't get enough game time. But um, <laughs> he's he's playing a, a, a game and he basically chokes out an opponent. He gets a red card, a straight red card for it. But it's like an absolute moment of madness. Well, roll it's it back, insane. Roll it back a little bit because so what the precursor to that was uh, the ball comes in, the opponent goes over Lallana's back to try and head it. And Lana goes to ground, didn't appreciate this move. Uh, his opponent tries to jog away, but Lalana comes up behind him, jumps on his back, and literally tries to choke him out. Like It's like a sleeper yeah. hold he puts him in. It it's was, like even in an, an ice hockey game, that would not be anywhere near acceptable. It was night-night for Nevnev uh, <laughs> for this Tottenham U23 player. It was... Total going, insanity. Night, night, Tottenham under 23 player. You can go watch This Is Us. <laughs> yeah. Really sad. They'd nipsied after the Super Bowl, but it's back Tuesdays at 9 Eastern. Uh, yeah, the, continues. Th- this wasn't just a shove. This wasn't just, a, you know, a few choice words. This was a pretty nasty attack from behind. It, and also the challenge which. Uh, caused it maybe there was some you know some tangles before this incident but it's a pretty innocuous yeah, just going for a header it and seemed totally out back. of step with with what came before it it was bizarre yeah and uh, i mean i i've seen some i think it was the, the coach of liverpool's u23s said he's never seen lalana act like this before it, it was it seemed out of character he doesn't seem like the type of player that would do this but i guess that's the cliche so who knows I think um, maybe is there's some frustration here because he's heard that certain Premier League managers, they won't ever promote youth players or players from the under-23s up to their bench, even if they need numbers <laughs> there. So he's probably just getting a nervous like, once you go to the under-23s, you never come back. <laughs> I'll never get back to Anfield at this rate. Oh. <laughs> so what should the punishment be here? Because I saw one uh, Liverpool journalist said that he thinks the punishment, whatever it is, should not carry over to Premier League matches. It should only apply to <laughs> this U23 competition. So it would be basically worthless. Uh, it's like the Premier League 2, isn't it? When they call, do they, is that what they rebranded it as or whatever, the under-23s? Under Something I think. like that, yeah. But uh, I think his punishment should be that he has to keep playing in Premier League 2 <laughs> for the 23s Yeah, instead of being banned from matches, it's having to play more. With him and Danny Ings in the uh, the cupboard of forgotten <laughs> Liverpool players in the under twenty three. Danny Ings, whatever happened to him? He's, he was in this game. He led him off the pitch. He oh, did, was he really? You, you can see him in the clip. I yeah. didn't see that. I think it's him. Yeah. Oh wow! I thought he just disappeared off the face of the earth. <laughs> he has Brooks. He has. Well, yeah, he's playing for Liverpool under twenty three. So he has. <laughs> so sad. So sad. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Chelsea didn't make a move for him, Danny Ings, in their desperate search for a striker during the January transfer window. <laughs> That's true. He was the one guy that they weren't uh, mentioned with. The thing that surprises me most about this clip, Brooks, is that I've always thought that Adam Lana's really beige and boring. When you hear him, he kind of, he's almost got that David Beckham, yeah, I go home and I like a nice jigsaw on a Sunday. But (laughs) I I never thought that he'd actually be someone to like sleep or choke someone from behind. I'm impressed. Well, I thought Deli Ali was pretty boring too. And we all saw how untrue that is this week as well. We'll talk more about that in extra Mm. time. But, uh, 
little there are for that. yeah there are more embarrassing clips that have emerged in the past few days of uh, famous <laughs> England players. Yeah. That's that's true. Yeah, what is it with uh, these young England players going nuts? They're going wild now. Yeah, they're either looking like dicks or they're holding them. That's that's uh, that's what's going on <laughs> in these parts at the moment. Oh wow! I think on that note. Did I get sued? Uh, Did I just get sued? I think, yeah, we might have to close things out here and move to extra time before Ryan gets us in too much trouble. So that is uh, all we have for regular time. Join us on Extra Time where we talk about a uh, Antonio Conti, whatever uh, may come of him. We'll see. We'll talk about Diego Godin and his missing tooth uh, flew out during a recent match. And we'll also talk about Deli Ali and his uh, whatever he has going on. So mm-hmm. join us for that. Patreon.com slash tackle for access uh, to hear it. Again, no lawyers. Please stay away. <laughs> We're not going to say anything interesting. Just uh, carry on with your day. Uh, thank you so much to producers Bobo and Andrew. Woo! You are both wonderful people. Indeed. We love you. Thank you so much. Uh, on social media, we are at Dirty Tackle on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check us out. Follow uh, and on iTunes and all your various podcast platforms, give us ratings. Give us some five-star help. Give us reviews. Help us out. Talk talk us up and uh, help us spread the word. Five-star, baby. Uh, yeah, five stars only. Uh, yeah, so uh, my Twitter handle is at BrooksDT. Theo Messi, who is not here, he is at Theo Messi DT. Tell him how much we miss him. Ryan... What is your Twitter handle? Uh, on Twitter, I am at Can I Have Your Shirt, Please. I mainly just uh, <laughs> tweet at Mina Rayola because I want his XXXL shirts. Uh, I want to go camping. You want that day. polo? I want to go camping, and I yeah. need a tent, so that's why I'm gonna uh, uh, I'm keep trying to get one of those shirts. That Mino Polo magic. Milo Polo. Mino Polo. Mino Polo. <laughs> that, that's a that's a game. We just invented the new hot game of the summertime. I think. Yeah. And you get £40 million at the end of it. Love it. Perfect. All right. Extra time your next time. We'll see you. Adios. Night, night. Nev, nev, everybody. Sweet dreams. <laughs> Tuck you in. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle.